Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast, featuring Dr. George Cannon. This podcast is a ministry of the Kerwinsville Christian Church. Finding Clarity seeks to answer your questions about Christianity. Here's George as he looks at this week's question. Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast. This is George Cannon, and you are listening to Episode 84. The Finding Clarity Podcast is a podcast ministry of the Kerwinsville Christian Church where we seek to answer questions that you might have about Christianity and the Christian life. So each week we put together a podcast where we examine one question and look and see what the scripture says about that question and how it relates to our lives as believers. And usually these are questions that you typically wouldn't necessarily get an answer for from a morning message or even from Sunday school or in a Bible study that you're a part of. So we try to take the opportunity to help you in your Christian life by answering these questions. So this week, we're going to talk about something that really affects each and every one of us. In fact, the issue that we're going to look at today is something that we're told to do, but I'll be honest with you, even for my own life, it's something that we find most difficult to do. And the issue that we're going to look at today is the issue of giving thanks. In fact, that's what our question is. Why is giving thanks so important? Why is giving thanks so important? I think you understand now, since I've mentioned the issue, the issue is thanksgiving. It's probably one of the hardest things for you and I to do as believers. So here's what we're going to do today as we look at this issue. We're going to talk, first of all, why do we struggle with it? Why do we struggle with giving thanks? And then we're going to talk about why we need to give thanks. Why is it so important for us to give thanks? And then we're going to talk about, finally, what do we give thanks for? What do we give thanks for? So let's take a look at it. First of all, the struggle. I think every one of us realizes that we have a struggle when it comes to the issue of giving thanks. And probably the foremost reason why we struggle giving thanks is is that we really find it difficult to give thanks in the midst of the situations that we find ourselves in. Usually you and I are dealing with issues of struggles, difficulties, we're faced with crises, and the last thing we want to do is give thanks, especially for the situations that we find ourselves in. In fact, we often will misinterpret some scriptures where we're supposed to give thanks in the midst of our crisis, and even we'll hear somebody say that we need to give thanks for the crisis. And so we're going to talk about that here in a moment. But so we just find it flat out difficult to give thanks in the midst of difficult situations. Now, You're probably saying, well, George, I also find it very difficult to give thanks when things are going well, when things are not in a crisis, when things are going actually quite well. I find it difficult to do. Well, I'm going to explain to you, it's not just that the crisis that we're going through that causes us not to give thanks. I'm going to suggest to you that it's also because of our very nature 
as selfish human beings, our sinfulness, that we don't give thanks. Because of our pride, we don't want to acknowledge thanks to anyone else for what's going on in our lives. So we've got two things going on here. We've got, it's difficult to give thanks because of the struggles we're in, but we also have the struggle to give thanks because of the very nature of who we are as human beings, as fallen human beings. We're prideful, and we really can't express thanks to God or anyone else for what's going on in our lives. Well, that brings up the issue now about why is it so important Why is it so important for you and I to give thanks? Well, I'm going to give you really two reasons why you and I need to give thanks. First reason is that it's a command. We're told in the scripture that we are commanded to give thanks. In fact, usually when you think of it as a command, your mind immediately goes to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. And if we look at, well, let's go back to verse 16 all the way through verse 18. Here's what the Apostle Paul writes the Thessalonians. He says, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. All right, so let's back up here. He's saying three things. Number one, rejoice. Two, pray. And then three, give thanks. And he goes to the effort of explaining to us that these things are the will of God for us. In fact, I would say to you that there are very few times in the scripture, especially the New Testament scripture, where you clearly see the will of God delineated for us. The other time, again, is in the same passage in chapter 4 where he says it is the will of God that we abstain from sexual immorality. Here we're told that we need to give thanks. So God is commanding that you and I give thanks. Now, okay, so I could see where the reaction is now. Okay, well, it's a command. There's a lot of things that are commanded in the scripture, but that doesn't alleviate the struggle that I'm going through. Well, let's talk for a moment about God's commands and about why they are so important to, for you and I. Typically, in our fallen self, in our human self, as our flesh is dominating us, we find it very hard to do God's commands because our flesh wants us to think that God's commands are actually keeping us from life, keeping us from enjoying ourselves. But I want you to see that God's commands are actually not just for his purpose for himself, but they're also actually for you and I. So here's the statement I want you to write down. God's commands are always what's best for us. God's commands are always what's best for us. So when he tells us, I'm telling you this is the will of God that you give thanks. You need to immediately grasp a hold of the reality that that giving of thanks is what's best for you and I. That's why it's a command. So when he says to us, I, 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 it's my will that you abstain from sexual immorality, I can already tell you that by abstaining from sexual sin, from sexual immorality, that's always going to be what's best for you. 
And so here we see when he says to us, give thanks, this is the will of God, you need to recognize that's always what's best for you. So the first reason why it's important, it's a command. Here's the second reason, and and I would stress that it's connected to the command of giving thanks. Because by the way, folks, throughout the scripture, we are told to give thanks. So here's the second reason. The giving of thanks with prayer is the source of peace in the midst of our crisis. I'll say that again. The giving of thanks with prayer is the source of peace in the midst of our crises. Now, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take you to Philippians chapter 4. Look with me at verses 6 and 7. And notice here what the apostle is saying. He says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. So notice what he says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Okay, so let's back up here now. So here you are, the reason why you're finding it so difficult to give thanks in the midst of your crisis is because you're sitting there and you're thinking to yourself, well, how can I give thanks? How can I give thanks to God in the midst of all that's going on in my life? Well, here's what I want you to see. Paul's saying to you, don't worry about your crisis, but when you go in prayer with thanksgiving to him, here's what's going to happen. In the midst of the upheaval of that crisis, God's peace is going to come into your life. And in the midst of that peace, you're going to sense a stillness, a peace that you've never experienced before that surpasses all understanding. Now, you might be saying, well, George, how can I be thankful for my difficulty? Because isn't that what 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18 says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God. How can I give thanks for the bad things that are going on? I'm going to say to you that I don't really believe that that's what it's talking about here, that I give thanks for the loss of my loved one. I give thanks for the loss of my job. I give thanks for this health issue that I now have. Or I give thanks for this crisis that is going on in my family. I don't believe that that's what it's talking about. Well, then what is it talking about when I give thanks? Well, here's what I think you give thanks for. You give thanks for the God who is your source of strength, wisdom, and guidance, and love in the midst of your crisis. See, I'm able to give thanks in the midst of my suffering, in the midst of my crisis, because I have the Lord. That's how you can give thanks. That's how you're able to have peace then when you pray. Because when you pray with thanksgiving, I'm thanking God, God, everything else in my life is upside down, but I have you. In fact, that's what we're going to notice now as we enter into the third section. What do we give thanks for? 
Well, let's kind of go through the scripture here. I'm going to just tell you the different things that we give thanks for as we look through a series of passages that will tell us what we're to give thanks for. So let's go through these. Number one, look with me at Psalm 136, verse 3. In the New International Version, the NIV, it reads, Oh, give thanks to the Lord of Lords. His love endures forever. So here's the first thing we're going to give thanks for. His love. His love for you and I. In fact, all throughout the scripture, when you go over to Romans chapter 8, he talks about how nothing can separate us from the love of Christ. So that's the first thing you give thanks for, his love. Now, let's go over now a few of the Psalms back to Psalm 118, verse 29. Psalm 118, verse 29. The psalmist writes, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. Here's the second reason why I'm going to give thanks to God. It's because he is good. Now, what that means is, we say, well, I'm in the midst of my crisis. How is he good to me? Look, you need to recognize that all of his actions towards you, even in allowing you to go through that crisis, he is good to you. He is always good to you. He always expresses perfect love in all that he does. He is good to you. In fact, again, verse 29 goes on, for his mercy endures forever. His mercy endures forever. So he is good. In fact, if we go over to Psalm 100 now, Psalm 100 and looking at verse 5, Psalm 100, verse 5, we see, again, that he is good. His mercy is everlasting. So here we are to, this whole psalm of thanksgiving, we are to give thanks to God for his mercy, his mercy in our lives. And you, you and I have to be thankful for that, especially when we consider the sin in our lives, that God has been merciful to us. Now, if we go over to the New Testament now, there's a couple of other things I want to point out to you as why we need to be thankful to God. We're going to go now to James chapter 1. James chapter 1, verse 17. Here James writes... Every good gift and perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. So here it's talking about we can be thankful because every gift that comes to us, every good gift comes ultimately from God. All right, and here's one other thing I want to point out to you, and it even has to do with the issue of the crises that we face, the struggles that we face. And we find that over in Paul's second epistle in the New Testament, the second epistle to the Corinthians, chapter 12. If So if we go over to 2 Corinthians chapter 12, if you'll notice with me where he talks about 
going through the struggles that he has, he said, therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities and reproaches in needs and persecutions in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. So he's thankful even for the crises that he goes through because as he's in the midst of the crises, what? He experiences the strength grace, and mercy of Christ working in his life. So again, he's thankful for God. All right, so let's wrap this up here. Why is it so important for you and I to give thanks to God? Well, in the midst of the crises, number one, we're commanded to. Why? Because if we don't give thanks, we're just turned inward. Our focus is inward. But by giving thanks, my focus turns outward to the God who is in control of my life, who sent his son Jesus to die for me. And so I'm giving thanks to him because I recognize that God is the one that I can rest in in the midst of all of the things that I'm going through. And that when I do that, I have peace with prayer in the midst of all that I'm going through because he's good to me, he loves me, and he's merciful. That's why it's so important to give thanks. Finding Clarity Podcast is really an opportunity for you and I to wrestle with questions that we face day to day in our Christian walk as we deal with questions about Christianity and the Christian life. And so here's how you can keep up with what's going to be covered here at the Finding Clarity podcast. If you're on Facebook, you simply just need to go to facebook.com slash Podcast. We would encourage you to like the page so that you can keep up with the podcast in your news feed. Check out our podcast. We would even encourage you to share it with others so that others would know about the podcast. If you want to go to our website, we would encourage you to bookmark KerwinsvilleChristian.org. Simply go to the media page there. You'll see the Fighting Clarity podcast among our media resources, as well as other media resources that you can benefit from. You can also download our app. One of the surefire ways, if you're out and about with your mobile device, is to have our church app. Just simply go to Google Play if you're an Android user, or to the iOS App Store if you're an iPhone user, and download our app. Simply search for Kerwinsville Christian Church, and you'll be able to keep up with the podcast there with the media resources there as well. Next week, we're going to talk about another question that is very relevant today in North American Christianity, and it has to do with the issue of commitment, the commitment that we make as followers of Jesus Christ. You say, what do you mean, George? Well, here's the question. What does it mean to truly follow Christ? What does it mean to truly follow Christ. Now, we're going to wrestle with that next week. We trust that you'll be listening. Until that time, take care.